co-host Daniela. Welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at makingsenseofsuccess.pod. Please feel free to email us at makingsenseofsuccess at gmail.com if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. Um, Did you want to give a quick uh, bio about yourself, um, your favorite hobbies, favorite food, how old you are, where you live, what you're into? Yeah, heck yeah. Um, Do I just like start now? Yeah, right. Okay, perfect. Um, so of course, um, my name is Tatiana. Um, I live in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I recently just got married. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Finally, I feel like I've been waiting for a long time for that moment. Um, my wedding was like canceled <laughs> because Aww. of Corona. Um, so it was like everything was like planned out, and they're like, "Oh, we'll just push it back." And then everything shut down. They're like no longer even going to be a business. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. I know. I know. It sucks. So it was like there was no plan B. So we were like, all right, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> Do you want to go and get married? Um, so that's kind of how we did it instead of like this big whole thing at like a train station. Um, so that's we did that. Um, I have two dogs, um, Alana and Russell. Um, I'm 25. Um, and my favorite thing, of course, is I guess would be like sewing. Um, I love art and painting and drawing, things like that. I'm a pretty artsy kid, I guess. Very cool. And I think, yeah, like we've seen that um, when Sierra and I actually came across your page and everything. That really like was reflected in your page, I think, like on Instagram. Oh, cool. That's the vibe I want to give off. <laughs> well, you did it. <laughs> really, which is great then. Um, so towards the beginning, we like to ask our guests a few questions just to kind of get the mind going, taste the pasta before we serve it, um, kind of things like that. Um, so this first question is going to be, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received or given? Okay, perfect. Yeah. So for that, my, I go to my mom for literally everything um i probably call her maybe like a hundred times a day to the point where like she turns off her read receipt she's <laughs> like hey leave me alone you're like 25 and um <laughs> i feel like i'm gonna be that way too don't worry you're not alone <laughs> you're not alone i literally just got off the phone with her right now but um for the best place my life she's ever given me definitely is to always stay true to yourself and to always stand your ground um, I think that that's something that I definitely take with me every single day. She's always like, get out there, try something new, stay true to yourself. Don't ever do anything where it's going to make you feel like you're being phony um, or that it's not how I raised you. My mom's very strong about that. She's like, I did not raise you like this. Don't do things like this. Um, so definitely, I always just want to make sure that I am true to myself and that I'm who I'm supposed to be and I'm not trying to be someone else that I'm not. Um And a big thing, too, is that my mom has always um, preached to me about just being positive. So she's my mom came from like a crazy, crazy, crazy background. And so she's always wanted to make sure that in every situation that I always saw the bright side and to always like look for the helpers in any situation. Um, So definitely, I think that's like the best advice I've ever I've ever been given. Yeah, I think that's like so true, though, in terms of like, especially like in your professions and everything. Um, Mm -hmm. 
it gets kind of hard yeah when you have to like go against like your principles and your morals and your values so I think it's a lot easier yeah if you just stay on like the path you were kind of brought up on if you like agree with that path obviously Mm -hmm. um and yeah I think you'll have a lot less stress in your life too (laughs) yeah of a hundred percent I mean like I still currently like work in the corporate world and it's so weird doing it in situations like this now with like the coronavirus and everything like that um because before it's, it's very like your typical like corporate job like squidward driving to work and like doing the whole thing <laughs> um, <laughs> and so now that you know we're like basically all that's like cut out so we can kind of do whatever we want to do mm-hmm. as long as we basically move our mouse enough to where our boss still thinks we're working um you you have that freedom again so now because I've been in like the corporate world for so long, it's kind of like you're born again in quarantine because you don't have all these crazy rules, like no chewing gum. You can't have your phone on your desk. It's like high school. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel that. So it's like it's insane. Like my first day at home, I was like, can I like check my phone? Is this allowed? Can they see me through like computer? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was, but it's so nice. Like definitely, definitely having that like change and also being able to just kind of live your life again. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Daniela, you work in the corporate world kind of, I mean, like, I mean, quarantine, I work in, like I work in government, so it's like yeah, it's a so, little bit different, but yeah, like it's similar to like nine to five type of work. Yeah. Right. My job, it's like, I have all those expectations. Like, I mean, they don't really like it when you chew gum. They, you are not allowed to have your phone out and you're not even like allowed to sit. And yeah. it's terrible. And I work at a gym. Oh. Yeah, it's like, you know, prison meets gym. But, like, <laughs> oh I have God. to wear – and I get to wear leggings and, like, a T-shirt. <laughs> it's like fine. Retail too. Retail's like that, yeah. too. I remember working in retail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've for a really long yeah. time. And, like, quarantine, you're like, oh, I'm on my phone. I can pop my gum as loud as I want to and how I hear <laughs> – echo off the walls in my apartment like there are no laws I'm not even drinking claws but there are no laws (laughs) yes exactly and then then the second question is going to be what is the best what what does success mean to you oh okay for that one honestly um I try not to put like a monetary value on things just because I feel like just because you can have like a lot of money doesn't mean that you have all the things that you've wanted. Um, So for me, I think that success means happiness. Um, I think that for a long time, I think I looked really hard to find something that made me happy. You know, you try different, a bunch of different routes, just kind just trying to find like what fits you. And in the end of the day, you're like, maybe I just hate working. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think honestly, the more you do something, you know what I mean? Like it becomes old, like no matter what, like you always get tired of something. Mm -hmm. Like everything that's new is always exciting. But then like over time, right, it becomes part of your routine. It's like an everyday thing. So it's just kind of like it gets repetitive. Right. No, exactly. So I think that within um, within just even like the takeoff of um, Jane Dottie, I definitely feel that it's something that makes me happy and it's something that I've been like working towards for like a really, really long time, like a ridiculously amount of time. Um, So I would say definitely success is the same thing as happiness. Um, Cause you, at that point, like, I feel like when you're truly happy, then you have everything that you've wanted and you're, I don't want to say like content, but 
you have you have everything that you've ever wanted. So Jane Dottie's like kind of your side hustle in that way, right? Honestly, yeah. I mean, I'm, I would love it if it was my main hustle. Uh-huh. But... <laughs> <laughs> so how is that, I guess, balancing the two, like your corporate job with your side hustle? Oh, it's not even possible. I don't even know how, I, how I'm doing it. <laughs> well, yeah, um, I, I remember we were like emailing once and I was like, wow, she's up at the same time as me. <laughs> I was like, this is wow. Because I think it was like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. maybe. I was like, you know. Yes, I don't. I feel like I've been getting like two hours of sleep, like in like in all like completely like just being transparent. Um, June was nuts. I like am still like recovering from it. <laughs> it relies like the same month. Like before, I was like just chilling at home, you know, sewing, you know, showing my friends some things, and then some bloggers like, "Hey, that's amazing," and I'm like, "Hey, thanks," and she like shares it, and I don't think I understood the influence of influencers <laughs> until that moment. <laughs> Mm-hmm. um so that I mean like I would say that's like really cool um but definitely I'm running off of like three hours of sleep maybe max maybe oh my god but you can't do both <laughs> <laughs> could you give us a little bit of information about your side hustle um why you do it what's your why what's your do you have any goals yeah I'm um, definitely so I started Jane I mean in Truthfully, I started Jane, honestly, I started working on it maybe like 10 years ago. Um, It took me a long time to kind of like get everything right and kind of create like the right focus. Um, I worked like in every end of retail, like the front end as far as like just working as like a shop girl, I guess. And then I also did like wholesaling for like the World Trade Center. And then I got to like work like in LA um, and like in their fashion district. So I got to do like the wholesale, the buying, like the managing, the whole thing. So basically it's like I took a college course for forever <laughs> and <laughs> just like I guess like just the buying world and retail um so that took me a long time and then from working in retail I you know you come across nuts people that are like Miranda Priestley's or people that feel like they're Absolutely. even better I second um, that and you're like why are you like this why are you mean <laughs> and then you get to see like how clothes are created and the, with, like with the you see like sweatshops like I remember when I was working one time in LA and they took us to like where I where I thought was like a manufacturer in a sense of like you're gonna go somewhere to kind of like pick out fabric in a sense um and not I guess you get to see like the hardcore sweatshop that I didn't even know was like legal um and so I saw that and literally quit the next day um Next job. Next job. I was gonna say, oh, I don't know if that's legal, but you're saying it. It's on the pod. No one really listens, so that's okay. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. No, I like I, I quit the next day, and it was like heartbreaking. I actually like wrote a letter, and I was like, you, you can't, you can't have a brand. Um, I don't want to say the brand, but you can't have a brand where it focuses on kindness. Um, and then you literally have like slaves. It was insane to see. It was like walking into like like those black and white photos you see like kids working in like factories it was terrifying and it was in LA so that was that was mind-blowing to me um so I stopped working quit like the next day and I thought it was the worst place ever I wrote the letter and then I told all of my friends and they were like you should just like kind of do your own thing like I feel like you have like enough experience to just kind of figure it out yourself and so I've worked at so many places that you would think would be like I don't know like non kind of places where it seems like they care 
Um, and then, you know, the longer you're there, you kind of see like, like the veil is like lifted, the veil is lifted and you get to see like the truth, like the reality of like, just like capitalism. And so I wanted to start my own thing where it's actually true. Like what I say, I actually mean, um, like what I say that I'm like donating, it's actually donated. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I didn't know that you get away with doing that. <laughs> and then when I say that, like, you know, like I want to spread kindness and like, just be kind to people. I like, I will be, I'd be nice to people. I will be nice to somebody. Um, as far as like the people that, that say that, and then, you know, of course, support like slavery. And I, it's just insane. Like I, I've seen people do crazy things in fashion and it blows my mind that it's even legal and that they're still open. Um, so I, I kind of like, I guess I'm fighting against, I guess like the big man um, in a sense of, I want to just be an actual true company where we like start and we start a certain way and we like in a certain way. Um, and we all have like good values as well. And I think that's like the exact way to like fight it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. The only way is kind of to stop like these monopolies from growing, right? Things like H and M, and I like I don't know why I could never get behind H and M and Forever Twenty One, mm-hmm. regardless of like their really? ethical stuff. Yeah, like you know, like ethically, yes, awful, but also like the just the quality for me too. Like it just always yeah. bothered me. I was like, why do I wash this once and it's pilling? It's destroyed. <laughs> I was just screaming. Like I was like, why? Right. I paid like at that time, you know, probably I was maybe like. 12 or something you know I was like you know $20 is a lot for me <laughs> at <Yeah>. that point <laughs> it's a lot for me still guys like come on <laughs> right for something that's no, bad quality yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that like you can probably never get again because like it's so worn down and it's like the fast fashion aspect of it. it's like it's gone it you've got it it's gone like you're <laughs> yeah. never gonna you're never you gonna it see once. it again <laughs> yeah like you you love it you wear it once and it falls apart and you're like when that is fast fashion <laughs> in addition to that like it's literally like in ad- like in addition it has like those ethical and like moral kind of like issues as well with like the work side of it so yeah just yeah. all in all terrible all terrible it's bad for the environment it's bad for people <laughs> yeah just yeah. from a holistic perspective awful <laughs> <laughs> yeah as you are knowledgeable around literally all aspects of the fashion industry retail industry um, in like a really big consumer industry, how are you able to make sure you're making that conscious effort to not be those a-holes? Um, <laughs> well, I think for one, um, of course, it's, it's easier now. I mean, I'm a small business, so I mean, I don't have anyone hired. So I don't, <laughs> I don't have anyone that's been doing all these crazy illegal things for me. Um, I'm just doing it all myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm the one who's like making everything. There's not like, you know, like a whole like basement to my house um, of things going on. <laughs> so it's just me in my kitchen, you know, making things um, and just trying to, of course, like just spread like cheer on Facebook um, and as well as Instagram. I know that right now I just try to like make sure that, you know, everything that comes out is of course quality. And then of course that everyone knows that I made it myself. I know that I've been posting photos of like how many scrunchies I've made and they're like, there's, that's impossible. And I'm like, no, I'm not sleeping. It's possible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I just definitely try to just, I mean, it's just me. So it's it's really easy to just stay true and do small batches of things and be sustainable. 
Absolutely. And I think like, I think that's something that's so wholesome, though, about Jane Dottie in that way, like, especially with the scrunchies and everything, like, we see you like making so much effort too with like keeping contact also with um, the consumers, right, that um, purchase like anything like on Jane Dottie, which is so like refreshing to see. And I think that's something that lacks too a lot of the time in like these bigger companies is that like, sense of connection and communication. Right. Yes. It's like you're talking to like a robot and they like you, you ask a question and they send you to like this answering service or like some automated email. Yeah. And you're like, thank you. I wanted to know what size this was. <laughs> I know, you're like, you're like, oh, but where did, what kind of fabric is it? That's all I want to know. <laughs> the tag is gone. Like, right. can you please just help me? Right. Like, it's yeah. ring system. <laughs> exactly. How do you deal with that then? I guess like when it becomes like really pressuring in that way, how do you kind of find, I guess, like the motivation to keep going? Um, Honestly, I've always, I've always been like a pretty just self-motivated person, um, which is really my downfall right now. Because <laughs> I'm like, we can still do this. And my body's like, girl, it's five o'clock a.m. Stop posting <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> you can take a nap. It's okay. Um, so actually right now, I think it's, I, I get a lot of just like positive feedback. And so I think that just kind of like drives everything. Cause I'm like, okay, well, if you like this and I'm going to keep going. <laughs> um, but there's that. And I've gotten, I've gotten like tons, I mean, tons like of letters for people just like writing me saying like, Hey, this is really cool. Or like, Hey, this made my day. And they like elaborate on like how it affected their day. And so that of course helps. Cause it makes me feel like I, like the reason why I started this, like I'm seeing it come to life. And so it's like, okay, well, this is the only reason I've wanted and this is all I've wanted from the very beginning. So it's just nice to see like the impact it has on people. And like, you know, when they get like their like happy mail, it's awesome too because they truly are like, it brings them joy and it's also eco-friendly. So it's just, it's all around just like an awesome feeling. What made you want to focus on scrunchies? Um, you know, I accidentally made one. I got a sewing machine for my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, I posted it and then the blogger saw it and I she basically told me I had no other option <laughs> and she's like this is amazing make more and I'm like uh you know I really don't know how <laughs> and so I just kind of started from there and like even like my husband he he had no idea how to sew now he sews every day with me I love it I love it <laughs> I'm like, hey, um, I need some help. And he's like, well, I don't know how to sew. And I'm like, hey, yeah, I can actually show you real fast. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both work from home. So I'm like, we actually have the time for you to pick up a hobby if you're interested. <laughs> a hobby, yeah. <laughs> you're like a hobby that only helps me out. So thanks. <laughs> uh, it's for both of us, you know. <laughs> Quality time together, yeah. <laughs> at, the kitchen, at the kitchen table, you know, tired sewing. <laughs> they uh-huh. can <laughs> do you have a favorite set that okay. you ever made um you know my favorite so my wedding color was green it was emerald so the gamora scrunchie is actually my favorite one um because it just reminds me of what could have been i think <laughs> <laughs> in like the most dramatic way possible um that one i also really really like as if because of course i was born in the 90s and Clueless was like my favorite movie of all time. Even though as I get older, I'm like, she's kind of a terrible person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and this movie is amazing. <laughs> we also noticed that your scrunchies are made from like vintage fabrics that you find. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How do you yeah. go about, I guess, picking them out and everything? Because like they're always so aesthetically like pleasing the colors. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. 
Um, thank you so much. That actually like means like a lot to me. Um, so I just hunt down as much fabric as I possibly can find. Um, there's a lot of actually like vintage stores here um, in like Dallas, Fort Worth area. Um, okay. And you can just find from there. And a lot of them too are made from like cut up clothing. Like the bread ones made from a wedding dress. Uh, I bought like a bunch of white. Oh, wow. Oh my God. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, so it's all just pretty much just like cut up clothing. Um, and I just try to find a lot of pieces because there's just like, of course, there's a lot of places where they have a bunch of just crap. <laughs> you can go through <laughs> clean it um and make it look all good just because of course it's older you don't want to sell something that like looks super old um because mm, right. we don't want that <laughs> yeah. um clean it up make it look all nice and then you have tons of fabric but definitely i'm just cutting up a bunch of stuff that is probably fine on its own <laughs> but i like it better as a scrunchie <laughs> absolutely mm-hmm Scrunchies are so in right now. I honestly just bought some from, um, I'm not going to name the place because it's horrible, but Amazon. (laughs) um, And the quality of them are actually so horrible. They all came like undone on like the seam. So they're like all fraying already. And I'm like, oh, that paycheck's coming. Got to go get something cool. Maybe like a whole set of scrunchies. And honestly, your page I'm buying all of them. I'm getting them. I'm getting all of them. <laughs> That's awesome. I do flash them daily. <laughs> um, I love that you are able to make them all different sizes. Like they don't, they do, they look good in your hair, obviously, because like scrunchies hair that's you know their job. But they also <laughs> are so aesthetically pleasing. Like even on the wrist, right? Um, especially like the different sizes of them. Mm-hmm. Um. What prompted you to make the different sizes and not just like, you know, one size looks good? Oh, actually, it was kind of like an accident. I was, I made one for, (laughs) everything's an accident with me. I like stumble upon something and I'm like, all right, that works. Uh Uh, But I was talking to someone and she had like, um, she had like cancer um, and she was like, I want a scrunchie. And she's like, but it's really big. I don't have a lot of hair. And I was like, you know what? I can just make you a smaller one. And then it just came, it just kind of went from there. And so, you know, everyone has like a different background. Everyone's going through something different. Not everyone has a lot of hair um, to just rock like a massive scrunchie with like Cynthia hair. Um, (laughs) And so I think that I wanted to create something that was, you know, of course for everyone, it's kind of like how clothing comes in all shapes and sizes. You know, not everyone's going to be a double zero, not everyone is going to be a, even a small and so I, even like with clothing I wanted for it to be like 4XL all the way up um and the same way with scrunchies I wanted to have a size for any hair length I know that when I was younger you know of course when you're like a black kid you can't do that much with your hair um and literally the only thing I ever wanted to do was put my hair in one ponytail with a scrunchie but I couldn't my mom was like we're gonna do six ponytails and we're gonna Aww. do like the little barrette things and it it was just super 90s. And so I think that a lot of it too is just like things that I wanted as a kid that I couldn't have. Um, and so I, that's why I wanted to have so many sizes um, to make sure that everyone was included in everything. I want to make sure that everyone feels included and that I am thinking of them. That's so beautiful. That's such a beautiful story. Thanks. <laughs> it's crazy that like literally every single thing that happened to us as a kid is us now as adults making a conscious decision to make it not happen to everybody else what? it's kind of wholesome kind of cute kind of nice um and there's people who are like nah 
you know, let's give my kids what I got. Right. Yeah. She's like, you're going to get every single thing that I had and nothing more, nothing less. And I'm like, thanks, mom. You're so cool. (laughs) Speaking through Mm -hmm. a friend. (laughs) Not not my mom. Another friend. Another friend's mom. (laughs) You also include, I know on your website from what I've noticed, um, you had some denim drops and some vintage tea drops. Mm-hmm. How did Heck you yeah. go about like selecting those, I guess? So I do, I go to a lot of just kind of like events as far as like estate sales. You really have to like, you, and I mean like you really, really have to hunt that stuff down just because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't, I mean like a lot of people don't even care about keeping their clothes. Um, so when mm-hmm. you find something gold, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I found this. I should just keep it because I'm never going to find it again. Right. Um, so I honestly, I just like, I hunt down all weekend, pretty much all week, like after work, I'll just go hunt and then I'll just sew till like three o'clock in the morning, um, just to make sure that I have enough like stock online. Um, Cause I don't want for anyone to be like, oh, I looked at our website and she didn't have anything. I'm never going to go look back again. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been there. I've been there with lots of places. You're like, what's the point of being on here if it's always going to be sold out? Right. <laughs> Ugh, I hate it. keep going (laughs) no but that's like that's just kind of it I just um I just hunt all day looking for just like cool things that I can find and also things that like I actually like um because I don't want to put anything up that I actually don't feel that is great and that that even I would wear um so definitely I'm just I'm just hunting all day (laughs) I don't know how you do it I can barely go to work and do my homework (laughs) (laughs) I don't even have a social life like at all I like I do my podcast and I love that to death but like sometimes I'm like how do I post on Instagram I can't do it there's so much going on like you being able to go to work and then be so dedicated after work to like be a good you know company helping other people out it's crazy that you are able to do that I know it's like a lot of like time management you know amazing things that other people say that I you know look at I'm like oh yeah I should do that one day but I don't you have it girl and I am blessed to know you because aspirations (laughs) inspiring amazing thank you thank you that means a lot to me I, (laughs) I think that like from like pretty much like high school to like now I've always had like multiple jobs and so I think that I just don't know how to not. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally cool. agree. You develop like the stamina, yeah, to always be busy. Yep. Always be busy, yeah. And, like, when, I'm, like, <laughs> when I'm like bored at home, I'm like, I'm bored because I'm lazy. <laughs> oh. It's like the constant trigger, yeah, in your head. You're like, okay, yeah, gotta I'm- go, gotta get up. because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch and I have free time and I should not have any free time. Uh, I agree. I'm that same way. <laughs> So you said like it took you like a really long time to start Jane Dottie. What were some of like the challenges I guess you experienced during that time? A lot, honestly. I think that I tried to start Jane Dottie realistically maybe like like 2013, I guess I'd say. Um, I tried to start it then. Um, I didn't, I think that if I were to start it then completely like I went all into it, I would have been a disaster. <laughs> um, I think I was just like too young and I think I was like, I know how to do this, but I really didn't. Um, like kind of like a cocky kid. Um, and so I think that with starting Jane, it took a lot, it was a lot of like emotional things for me. Honestly, I think I was afraid that if I did it, people would be like, that's lame. I was afraid of like people, just, I guess I was just afraid of like what people would say or what they would think. Mm-hmm. Um, I always 
one of those people that I don't want to let someone down. I don't want anyone to like think poorly of me. And so I know that starting a business is always like taking a huge leap. Um, and I think that I was just more afraid of myself and just like, it, like my, just like all my anxieties, like coming to life and all my fears coming to life by failing. Um, I also just like never want to let my mom down for any reason whatsoever. <laughs> I want her to be like, that's my kid. I'm proud. Instead of, yeah, no, that's my kid. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, and so I instead was like, I'll focus on like other things. And like, you know, if it's meant to be, it'll be. And I always like kept it like in the back of my mind. Like I had a Pinterest page I was like building for years on just the branding of how I, how I exactly wanted it to be and like the vision for it. Um, and then I finally felt like I was confident enough to bring it to life. So I think that in all honesty, it was just me holding me back in like confidence. And um, I think that you also have to like kind of overcome the idea of what if I'm not good enough or like, what if like, you know, people don't want to shop with my business because it is a black owned business. Um, I know that recently, honestly, within the past few days, um, I've gotten a lot of like really weird backhanded messages um, that like were kind of like my fear in like the very beginning of even starting Jane. And it's like, oh, I've never, they're like kind of like, I've never shopped with like a black owned business before. Uh, is the quality going to be the same or like, you know, oh or, like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I <laughs> can't even imagine. Um, yeah. They're, they're like that. Or, or like I got one um, and she was like my first, like one of my very first orders and she like got her package and she was like, well, like, you know, for a black business, like, this is amazing. And she's like, oh, my God, and she like referred to like me as like colored. And I'm like, I've never even heard that before. <laughs> I don't even know how to react because um, I didn't know that it was like people still said that it was like very like 1930. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Some messages I get where I'm like, I know you meant that very kindly. But I just don't know <laughs> if you reread it before you sent it because um, it's like really racist um but all in all most of the messages i get are really kind but definitely just like overcoming the people i mean i live in the south so i mean i don't i just didn't know what to expect a lot of the boutique all of the boutiques there they're all black i mean white owned um and there's no black girls that work there or even shop there so it's just kind of it was like a, a whole environment that i wasn't sure if i could even break into and be accepted in because i am black um but now I see, you know, there's a lot of change happening in the world. And, you know, maybe, I mean, not maybe, but there is space for other people that look different to just kind of do whatever they want to do and voice their opinions and have their own business that is successful. Absolutely. But like, the, I, it's kind of like hard, I guess, to get those messages and stuff. Like, I can only imagine like opening it and just like looking at it and being like, Wow, didn't expect that to come in. <laughs> I feel like happy Friday. <laughs> they honestly start like that. They're like, happy Saturday. Um, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you see, like, you know, like, the, the message, and then you open it and you're like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you go about answering that then? Like, because. I like I can imagine it's hard to kind of like have to you know what I mean like contain yourself in like a professional manner even at times because it's like a business right right um that's my that's my big thing I think that I've worked in customer service for so long that it's just on point honestly (laughs) And, (laughs) and so whenever I get like the messages you know 
I'm I, I'm obviously like dark skinned so I've heard wild things my entire life and I've just always been able to just like let it roll off my back and continue on with my day so it's not which is horrible but it's not anything I've never heard before um and so I guess in a sense of like going back to like when I said that I was like just nervous to start Jane um I, I realize now being in it is that I'm a lot stronger of a person that I guess I thought that I was um because I get the messages and I'm like that was mean and I'm just like next message <laughs> yeah <laughs> like a thing for me like I don't like harbor on it when as before I think that I think I guess I had the thought that I would get something like that and it would just like ruin my life or mm-hmm. something I'm just like it's just a message reply to it be like hey thank you for that comment like that was really nice of you I'm, I hope that you know going forward you shop with other black businesses and you realize that <laughs> they all are probably going to be great quality just yeah, like the, rest the quality doesn't change that's not <laughs> sometimes it's better but like i'm not gonna mention their names or anything (laughs) (laughs) um but just you just gotta keep you honestly have to keep moving forward um stay positive because there's gonna be you're always gonna run into someone who's like in your face you're gonna be like that's okay (laughs) maybe you're not having a good day (laughs) yeah i think that's definitely what you're saying is exactly the way to go about it because i think a lot of the time like um we hear stories about even like celebrities right and like they get all these like hate comments and like it really sometimes gets the best of them um right but at the end of the day you know what I mean it's what you really make of it like how you take it because it's not like a reflection of yourself right it's a reflection of like how poorly like the other person is like deep inside you know (laughs) right 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 and I know that a lot of times people too they just I think a lot of things are changing um and of course a lot of things are like new to some people. I know that like for some people being racist is very new. Um, I mean, not being racist is very new. <laughs> I was so, like, wait, one. <laughs> <laughs> and so in a sense of that, they're just kind of like, they're trying to, you know, be better, but they just don't know how. And you can always just like kind of tell. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's, like, it's, it's really like, you know, like a Southern, like bless your heart kind of a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> And you're just like, it's okay. Like, I feel like you meant that well, and I'm not going to say anything else about it. (laughs) Well, as we start to wrap up the podcast, we like to ask like two more main like staple questions to our guests. And Mm -hmm. the first one would be, what do you want our listeners to take away from this episode? I definitely want for everyone to take away that, of course, um, we're going through a lot right now, um, as far as like COVID and then of course the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and just, you know, everyone's day-to-day life, everyone has something that they're fighting um, every day. So I think that I want for everyone to know that, one, that there's kindness in the world and to just kind of stay positive. And that as a business, um, I'm working my hardest to make sure that everyone is like, of course, taken care of and that everyone has a place where they can like, you know, shop and also like a small community for them to kind of just like voice their opinions. Um, and feel confident that, you know, that they're, they're in good hands as far as like, I'm going to be a good person and their money's going to the right place. That's so nice. And like, honestly, I want to tell you, like from my personal experience, even it was great shopping with you. Like it was oh, oh. 10 out of 10. Like you really were like super accommodating because I'm actually from Canada. So I was, oh. I messaged you about like the shipping. So I was like trying to oh, put in this okay. code and I was like, why isn't it going through? <laughs> Oh, okay. I actually remember this. (laughs) Yeah. Like she was so accommodating, Sierra. Like she literally gave like free international shipping after. Oh my God. I was like, this is crazy. Come on. 
Yes. That's crazy. That's really nice of you. Thank yeah. you for doing that. Daniela <laughs> is like the sweetest soul. And living in Canada, you get things not very fast. No. Um, so you to be able to do that for her <laughs> is so kind. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm happy. I don't live in Canada, so I don't have to deal with international shipping. You just send it from Texas to Colorado. Oh, and that's easy. That's easy. <laughs> but Texas to Canada? Uh, it's the a border. Little, that's that's the problem. That's why. <laughs> that's literally why. It's the border. Just gotta go through customs. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last question is going to be, um, other than yourself, you're more than welcome to say, you know, your company. Um, but we really like to talk about and highlight other small businesses, other local companies that you shop from. Um, just to, you know, pandemic, corona small businesses, monopolies. We like to highlight those smaller ones just so we can avoid that monopoly and have everybody have the space to do what they want to do. Right. Okay. Um, so I know that there's actually a lot of small businesses. I know that the ones that I, like, of course, frequent, they're all local. Um, but I do want to give them a shout out too because I love them. Um, Doughboy Donuts is a Black-owned donut business, and that's like my favorite place in the entire world. Um, I go there as much as possible, and they're probably the reason why all my I have all this beautiful quarantine weight. Um, <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we <laughs> all? It's okay. <laughs> they make these burgers with donuts, and I can't stop eating them. <laughs> I just want a donut right now. <laughs> oh my so god! Um, also, I've seen they they're everywhere, but Riot Swim is super duper cool. Um, whenever I stop eating at Doughboys, I would love to put on a Riot Swim. <laughs> <laughs> but at the moment, my body's not feeling that right now. <laughs> um, definitely that. I mean, my little sister also started like her own little candle business. So I want to give her a shout out too, because I love her so much. And she's only eight years old. And oh my God. Old. That's so cute. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I did a pop-up a little while ago at Four Corners, um, which is a brewery with this um, this company. They're called Make Small Talk. They make... Um, like handmade earrings and she's ruling it i see her followers growing like every minute of the day i'm like Holy mm. crap. she posts a photo and, like a minute later has like a thousand likes and i'm like can i be you <laughs> great um there's also this one company i ran into at a flea style pop-up and i can't remember the exact name but it's i, I want to say it's like ben's natural oils he's killing it too and he's like the nicest guy ever and he basically started his company um, pretty much for the same reason why I started mine, um, just to kind of like be a good company in a field of sharks, or I guess a sea of sharks, not a field because that's not where they live. <laughs> okay. I, we understood, yeah. Yeah, we got what you meant. <laughs> um, <laughs> so definitely that. Um, definitely, definitely that. Um, Bum Cake and Brother Vili's, um, and then Ego Swim is good too. Um, there's tons of black-owned businesses out there, but definitely shop those. Those ones are really good. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing those. Those are so awesome. Yeah, heck yeah. Did you also want to share maybe your socials so that people can connect with you and find you? Yeah, heck yeah. Um, so you can shop everything online. I update daily um, at janedotty.com. And then you can follow me and we can hang out and talk um, at janedottyvintage um, on Instagram. And I don't really use Facebook too much. So please don't contact me on that. <laughs> so I'm not going to see it for maybe like a month later. <laughs> Um, but those are the two places. Um, you can follow me on my personal Instagram if you want to be like close friends, I guess, um, at Tatiana Jeanet. Um, and you can kind of see my dogs and my husband and I are just working. <laughs> we'll follow you. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs>